Thank you for listening to Right Jokes, Wrong Times. Today, I was joined by George Anthony. You can follow George Anthony on Instagram and Twitter at GA Comic. You can listen to him on his podcast, Willful Ignorance. And you can buy his new album on iTunes called Murder and Mayhem, or you can buy it from his website, georgeanthonycomedy.com. We started the podcast talking about the first joke on his new album. I was actually really excited to talk to you today about your jokes. You just released an album called Murder and Mayhem. Yeah. That album has one of my favorite jokes I think I've ever listened to on it. That first joke, I actually forgot the name because I, I knew I'd jumble it up. Oh. It's like the rabbit, the something, and whatever. The rabbit, the turtle. Uh, no, the man, the rabbit, and the turtle. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, I, I love that joke. I actually saw you do that live. Really? Yeah, it was during a seven-minute set. It was the first time I saw that joke, and you didn't have time to finish it, and they wouldn't let you finish it. And so I saw halfway through that joke and then had to wait basically until the album came out to hear the ending. Where was this at? It was at the Blind Tiger. Oh, okay, okay. You ran that all the way through a seven-minute set, and what killed me about that was I was dying all the way through a seven-minute set, and <laughs> I have trouble filling a seven-minute set. You didn't even finish telling like one full-blown joke. Yeah, I think... I think I did that after I I recorded already too. I don't know, it's, it's something about the the blind tiger. I just like like fucking people over over there. I guess. <laughs> so is it easy for you to write like really long bits like that? Um, I would say yes. It's it's hard for me to do short sets like uh, set up punch jokes. I can do a short set, but you might just get one long joke. You know. Right. What I love about that joke is you tell the joke up front as a street joke, right? And then you spend the rest of the time explaining the way your dad told you the joke. Yeah. <laughs> is that something that came about naturally? Like, is that actually kind of what happened? And then you started the joke from there? Definitely. My my father can't really tell jokes. He he'll he'll tell you he'll tell you his way, you know. And so right. I I just it popped in my head one day. Uh, like Josh and I were were podcasting, and uh, it just popped in my head. And uh, yeah, from from the podcast i get like a lot of material from the podcast you know because it's just really? kind of throwing stuff at each other yeah oh yeah of course yeah damn yeah i'm podcasting girl jesus <laughs> did it morph once you got on stage did you get on stage and be like all right i'm gonna tell the joke out front and then stretch it out like the first time that you stretch it out i'm sure it didn't go like 14 minutes almost like 13 minutes and some change the first time the first time i did it i had a four minute set it was at the cap city open mic right. and uh i made it stretch to four minutes and people were going like crazy for it you know because it's a it's a it's a a pretty big buildup, you know. Yeah, yeah. Of when, like, like where is this going? Like, when is this going to end? And on top of that, how long can he keep this going? You know. That was my next question. Like, what's the longest you've ever stretched that thing out? Do you know? Um, the album. Yeah. Really? Yeah. It was 13 yeah. minutes and 38 seconds. Yeah, I was looking at. It, I was like, dude, that fucking joke is longer than like most of my podcasts. What the fuck? <laughs> yeah. I can't yeah. even podcast that long. I also asked you to think about a joke that you've tried on stage that you didn't think panned out so do you have one of those in mind that never worked yeah that you like that never really panned out hmm. yeah there's there's like so many i talk about my sister <clears throat> she's on drugs you know and um jesus christ yeah it's 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 like life ruining and um the joke i'm trying to make it funny because i'm an idiot right I'm, the joke is <laughs> it's like she can't she has to stop doing all drugs in order to change her life like right. she she can't like cut back it's not like like a diet you know right. when she's like oh no i'm i'm, I'm kind of cutting back on the meth today you know i'm trying trying to watch whatever it's not it's not like uh you know like trying to cut back on your carbs type thing right it's like she just has to stop completely it's not like and then the thing is it's it's pretty it's pretty prevalent it's it's like everywhere you know like imagine the joke is imagine imagine you can't eat cake anymore okay and uh everywhere you go there's cake there's cake at work you know there's cake at home there's cake at the stores you can buy cake on any corner right the thing is you can never eat cake you know and it 
the thing is, right now there's there's some guy in the bathroom doing cake off the toilet and yada yada, and uh, it just it just never got it never got any legs because uh, people kept you know feeling bad like oh my god you know Jesus Christ. So do you think it's like the topic material? Do you think it's family? Do you think it's like both that just made everybody get super sad? No, I, I blame myself. I th- there's a better way to communicate. I just gotta figure it out. You know. So do you think you can salvage something like that? And when I say salvage, I mean do you think you can make something like that work in a great way um i think so yeah i think uh i i, th- I think i can this is gonna take me like a little bit more time to find it um find the words like the right words the right setup the right ending you know because the topic right. I, th- I think the the more personal and um like difficult the um subject matter is if you can make it funny the payoff is just is just so great and people really take that home with them you know it's not like a bit that they can tell their people at work they're like yo i just saw this guy it, he made me feel this this and that it's not it's not like they're going to be telling yo this guy's sisters on hey, hold on let me talk about drugs with you real quick you know right to be honest i have that problem because i tend to write more like set up punch so it's hard for me to do like personal stuff without it coming off kind of gimmicky and like it didn't actually happen to me yeah yeah well the thing is like what i like what i've learned over over this time is just you you just have to double down on on your strengths you know i I, like i tried for so long to uh do like a shorter joke form you know set up punch or you know have these little silly things going on but uh once i stopped trying to do that and kind of just start you know doing what i know how to do or what i've uh like developed it's uh it's really helped me out as far as uh like getting noticed and you know like standing out so i, I mean I'd, I'd i'd say go hard in the paint with what you well, what you're well, what you're good at man and the rest yeah. will come you know like like the rest will slowly uh like develop over time you know and then and then and then you'll be able to do a bunch of set of punches in a story, you know? Right. When you write about family, do you tend to go dark or it, is it kind of writing across the board? Do you have like lighter bits about your family? I've heard you talk about your family in a few bits. So is it something that you tend to write about a lot? Uh, yeah, man. Um, they're, family's everything, you know? They're a big part of my life and um, I, th- I think they're hilarious, you know? I think they're sad and happy and silly, so why not talk about it? And um, it, 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 it really resonates with a lot of people. So I'm, I, I lucked out huge you know yeah with, with doing like material like that mostly i get scared to write about family man like i'm ex-mormon yeah. my family's still like super mormon so we just like even that we have that between us you know what i mean yeah did they disown you or anything or since you're ex-mormon no. I, isn't it like former mormon or is it ex-mormon yeah i mean like same thing they basically mean like the which same one thing. hurts more if like when you say <laughs> it ex-mormon yeah ex-mormon hurts more to them when you say it man that's that's uh, tragic man i know there's a lot going on in the world right now Definitely. so are you trying to draw from everything that's going on right now is there something that you were trying to do pre all this that you're trying to keep going yeah well it it, it it's kind of i mean all this is I mean, I don't know what you're talking about as far as all. There's a lot going on in the world, like as far as the... Uh, I don't even know, man. There's too much. Yeah. Like, I, how do I start listing, man? I can identify with some stuff going on, you know? So yeah. uh, I, I have this bit. Uh, it actually happened at the at the festival I was doing in, like, San Antonio, where right. I, I was um, Miss... Uh, I don't know. Was, someone thought I was white, and uh, <laughs> it was hilarious because I was I was walking across the street to go to the theater, right from the hotel, right. and um, I uh, I just turned my head to spit. You know, I'm walking in the street. I don't know. I guess I. I maybe it was inappropriate i don't know but I, I turned my head to spit and this black woman is crossing the street going the opposite way at the same time and uh when i look back she she was very angry she thought i don't i don't think she was watching me or i don't think she saw me but i, I guess right. she just heard it and she thought i was spitting at her or something because she goes you piece of white trash 
and then she spit on my on my shoe. Oh, and I I just heard white trash and then spit. So I like I laughed at first, and then then I I like I was like, hey, you know, like I confronted her, and she kept yeah. walking, and, and I kept walking, and she's like, you you white devil ass, and she kept walking, and then I I uh, I made the other side of the street, but. I had learned something in that short period of time, right? Right. What was that? It was uh, like maybe maybe white people are misunderstood, you know, and maybe black people are a little, you know, hypersensitive sometimes. Uh, either way, I think you guys should figure this out because people are getting hurt in the crossfire, you know? I think it's weird that you had that level of confrontation because I just realized like the other day that I shy away from confrontation. I won't even like hand somebody back the wrong drink at like McDonald's if they give it to me wrong. Really? Like that's the level of confrontation. I'm like, look, I'm gonna have to deal with this drink. I, I mean, I'm, I'm, I wouldn't say confrontational, but I'm, I'm not gonna let somebody, you know, do something that's gonna hurt me or my family or something like that, you know? If I thought somebody spit on my shoes though, I would not have the balls to spit back on their shoes. Really? I would, I would, no I wouldn't even spit. I'd, I'd, I'd probably go at them or something like that because that's assault right there. Spitting on somebody is crazy, you know. Well, they spit back on your shoes, right? Yeah, she spit back on my shoe, and I looked down, and I saw her. Like she could have checked herself first or something, you know? Like, hey, dude, or yo, did you just spit on me? I was, I would have been like, no, stupid. Yeah, dude, just jumping straight to that is just nuts. straight. She was, she, I don't know, I don't know if she, if she lived downtown or what, man, but she didn't look right anyway, you know. Did you have one of those like wind up sneezes, like you were like spitting on her honor? Um, no, I just. Had a, a loogie to get out of my fucking mouth. <laughs> oh shit! And, uh, so there was something behind it. Okay. Yeah, it's it was different. Yeah, it wasn't just like a ace, hey, you know, hateful spit. It was like I'm sick or something or sinuses or whatever. And uh, she took it as like uh, I was this white, I was this white guy in the city of a million Mexico. I was a white guy, and I chose her at that time <laughs> at like almost eight o'clock to spit on her for wherever during she was a going. Pandemic. Yeah, during. Well, no, it was right before. It was in. Uh, <laughs> it was in February. So maybe. She might have heard something before that. I, I mean, I don't know. I, I just, I, I couldn't stop laughing, man. I was like, damn, dude, just, just white <laughs> trash. Holy shit. That's, I mean, that's that's not even like hurtful, really, you know? That's what I think is funny because with me, it's not even hurtful. It's just, it's just completely true, man. Like, I'm like, so? I'm starting to realize just how white trash I am. Nah, see, I, I think this, just the term white trash isn't hurt because you can't say black trash, brown trash. That's just a disgusting trash can, whatever, you know, white trash. I don't, I don't see. I don't see the harm in it, but people think it's like devastating. I guess I don't know. Really? Oh shit. Or I mean, people people that own it, I guess own it. But I mean, I don't see. I mean, there's plenty of worse things you could call somebody white trash. But I, I, I don't know. I guess the only people that hate that are the people that own truck nuts. So I don't really care about them. Yeah, just right. decked out Ned Hardy, dude. I can't thank you enough for being on here, man. I like. I really appreciate you being on. Thanks for recording me today. Yeah, for sure, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thanks for having me on, dude. Yeah, man. Sorry to take your time, dude. Sorry. What? Come on, man. I'm gonna I'm gonna edit that out, dude. You. Gotta edit that out. You can't be apologetic on your own fucking podcast.